0: To. greg said we can't sing anymore and now we just got sued by taylor swift. i know oh come on come <laughs> at us come at us t swizzle we T-Swift, got you man oh, no i don't actually please don't taylor swift because she that she that bitch would
1: she's taking so much heat for her new music video why who cares i don't know apparently it's like a i don't know people said that she stole the idea from someone
0: what i don't know everyone stole every idea from everyone else let me say it again for the people in the back Everyone stole ideas from every. Ev- nothing is original. Okay. Things haven't been original since Shakespeare's times. I'm yeah. sorry. All his shit was reborrowed. Greek things and all that's reborrowed. Yeah. Jewish, Jewish things. Like, everything is all recycled. Yeah. Okay, so everyone, collectively, take a breath. That said, I really like the song,
1: Delegate. My sister oh, and I, I actually it. debated it. Yeah, she was on your side. No.
0: I love it. What's wrong Taylor's with that? Taylor Swift songs sometimes have to grow on me, though, I will say. Like, I've heard them, and the first time I'm like, no. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, I dig it.
1: No, to me it sounds like the night I met Ugh, That's all.
0: It's fine.
1: It's fine. Anyways, um, how was your
0: week? My week's good, but I'm not going to lie, this Disney bracket is kind of ruining my life. Yeah, I wish I would have done that with you. I'm really sorry. It's okay. Actually, I, I don't want you to do it because okay. I'm finding that I am really changing my mind about people Ooh. based on their picks. Uh-oh. Like, our coworker shall remain nameless you know who you are had monsters inc as the best out of disney and pixar if you have monsters inc as the best of disney and pixar you are dead to me
1: yeah that person shouldn't be allowed more than toy story in a bracket
0: more than lion king more than Aladdin. the hardest decision i've had to make to my adult life was picking over aladdin or mulan Aladdin, As, but I understand. I picked Aladdin, but it was hard. I get it. It hurt me. See, yeah. Greg taking his a no. See, this bracket is tearing people apart. Don't do this. I'm a Disney fanatic. I love Disney. Don't do this bracket. I want to do this bracket now. No. You're going to find out things about people you didn't want to know. Hmm. You're going to seriously consider people's judgment. Hmm. DA can't do it. We might have to get a divorce. Do you remember, Um, it was, okay, so the Disney
1: Channel decided that they were going to play all of their Disney movies. Back to back, yep. to back. okay. So, another co worker, former co worker who's still awesome, but you know, um, uh, she like ranked, I think, yep. well, we kind of all, we all like, did, ranked yeah, which ones we should DVR so that we could have it in I, yep. our own marathon. Yep, Halloween Town will forever remain
0: garbage. The fact that it even made the list okay, of but, movies that should be DVR'd was okay, offensive. but Alex, what I'm telling you is. Everything about me cares about actual Disney Channel. Like, Disney Channel movies I care about. Obviously, that was our very first episode, which I highly don't recommend anyone listening to. <laughs> um, but I will... I, I'm... I can still respect you as a person, the fact that you don't like Halloween Town. I think okay. it's bogus. I think you're insane. I think Motocross is one of the best movies of all time.
1: Absolutely.
0: But if you look me dead in the eye and you tell me Monsters, Inc. is better than Toy Story... You can get the fuck out. Yeah. You are done you know in what? my I'll book. i agree with you. And, I, agree. and honestly, I don't want really to know that about anyone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I respect people. Like, I respect Greg. If Greg just told me that Monsters, Inc. is better than Toy Story, in his opinion, I would think about him differently. I know, Greg. I, I know. know you we all, like, look to make person. sure. You're a sane person. I know. But I'm just saying, like... And it's even, like, the little things. Like, people that, people that were choosing... Um, like, some things I could see how... Like, I'm trying to... I'm trying to look at what I actually picked because like there were some that when I was picking them I was like oh this isn't honestly picking between Aladdin and Hercules was hard for me wait can I see your bracket yeah you sure can and you can tell me what you disagree with but like okay here's one um Toy Story 3 and the good dinosaur I'm sure the good dinosaur was fine but if you didn't ball like a baby during Toy Story 3 who are you how, who hurt um, you what I, happened nope i could start crying about toy story 3 right no. now No, and you know what else is stupid about this bracket let's get another thing on this bracket <laughs> why the hell is it was cars 2 on here mm. why is cars 2 on here I if saw you it. can't come up if you cannot come up with however many good pixar movies you make then you then you don't get to do it i'm I, sorry i did see disney's cars two. was it good enough to be was it good enough to be up against coco coco's won like oscars i don't know i
1: didn't see coco did
0: cars 2 win any oscars that's what i'm saying this is bullshit this bracket is bringing people is tearing people apart now i've got to do it you can look at it i'm really excited i wanted you to do it i wanted you to have this discussion with me okay
1: all right all
0: right like honestly i know that some i know that my opinion about princess and the frog over Lilo and stitch is not popular and that's fine i respect your opinion I respect the, the minor ones, like getting to the Elite Eight, but if you don't have my same Elite Eight, you're dead to me. I'm actually and kind I'm, of
1: offended that Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas is on here.
0: It's even in the same category as Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I love Nightmare Before Christmas, but how dare you put that... That's the other thing. That's not fair Nightmare Before Christmas. Put that one up against a lesser known, like, you know, that it had a chance against. So wait,
1: question though: Why
0: is uh, Big Hero on here, but Cinderella is not? I mean, none of the – I will say, I don't think anything that was made before the 80s was on there at all, like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. None of the OG princesses are on there, which I'm fine – I mean, Steamboat Willie's not on there. Clearly, this was made to market towards, like, our generation. Right, right. Okay. Um, No, I I mean, it's just – it's absolute nonsense. Like, Hmm. the Pixar side was easy for me. I actually could have even not filled that out at all and been fine. Um – yeah. Oh, yeah. But Disney the was Disney side, win
1: regardless.
0: the Outside Disney of side Toy physically, Story, the Disney side physically hurt me to pick some over others. Mm-hmm. I get that. But do you agree with my decisions? I mean, I made good decisions. Yeah, you really did. You... See, thank you. Yeah. Not everyone did, and I don't want to know that you didn't. <laughs> I love it. Do you know what I'm saying? Though, like, yeah, I don't absolutely. need to know that you didn't make good decisions. Someone, there was this one, is Buzzfeed article that was like, honestly, I'm a pretty chill person, but this Disney bracket thing got me effed up or whatever. And someone had, what was it? Someone had Cars 2 over Toy Story, I think. That was the one that was like, how? How? Why? When? Tell me everything. I need to know your reasoning because I think you're a lunatic and you should be put on the list of people that can't make good decisions. Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry this got me so heated up, guys, but I just, I really feel strongly about it. No, it's okay. It's been really occupying a lot of my thoughts these last couple days. I appreciate you talking about this because it's it's
1: relevant. I just people need to know. I'll be honest. I listened to the po- the podcast we posted yesterday, and uh, a lot of our topics were a little outdated.
0: Yeah, well, it's
1: been a busy time. It has been a busy time, and but we're thank back in it, guys. At a, guys.
0: For, thank you guys for sticking it through. I've had a lot of stuff going on um, in my life that was just a little bit much, and um, we're just all really busy, and so sometimes we get things out later. We record ahead of time, and then it's so ahead of time that none of our shit makes any sense anymore. Which is pretty much what happened. So I think we
1: all know that Becca's the bachelorette now. Um, yeah.
0: That was funny, too, because we were all like speculating, like, oh, it's already announced.
1: Yeah. Um, that's okay. Uh oh, man, she's gonna reality. be you know what? She's gonna be a great bachelorette. i she excited I don't know. It. It.
0: That's the poor girl that got dumped, right, on national yeah, TV. which that was her. Bless her heart. Bless her heart, Becca. Gosh, ABC. I am so sorry. And you know what's so funny is we were all talking about how like, oh, he's such a nice guy, he's such a nice guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Ultimate dick move. That's what I was thinking actually Ultimate. as I was
0: watching it. I was like,
1: Man, I remember Kristen defending him, being like, he always lets girls go in such a yeah. nice way. He came to her house and would not leave. Gosh. And, and not to her house,
0: but. Yeah. So see, see children, this is when foots get publicly shoved in mouths. Yeah. Because there is there is audio evidence of me saying this guy's a nice guy. And then what happened? He pulled ultimate, what's it called? When the guy, F fuckboy, mm-hmm. pulled the ultimate fuckboy. Yeah. Sorry, I said the F word twice on this podcast already. But I'm really heated up. I will say, I know, I don't want to debate it because
1: it's, like, such old news. But um, I thought the part that was really messed up is that he had already talked to Lauren yeah, and no, talked he's... to her about, like, how she would take him back yeah. before talking to Becca about any of this. No, and he's that's a, just wrong. He's a, don't do that. He's a jerk. As a PSA to guys
0: and girls. Anyone. don't be that person. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Revolutionary idea. Before you do something dickish, think to yourself, how would I feel if this happened to me. Yeah. And then if you would feel sad or bad, just don't do it, or you know? Help. Or find a different way to do it without being such a dick.
1: Right. Or if someone did it to your mom, how would that make you feel?
0: Yeah, see, you just every now and then just step back, look at your life and think, am I being a dick? And then it's like one of those flow charts and it's like if the answer is yes, like, how can we not be as right. big of one? Or stop because, immediately. Right. Or just don't be. Right. Well it's like well it's like, listen, you should be able to live your life as long as it's not hurting anyone else. Did you hear did you hear that part? As long as it's not hurting anyone else, you should be able to live your life how you want. Mm-hmm. You know, you're an adult, you make your own decisions. But just maybe like try not to be a huge tool. I don't know. Maybe not actively try and embarrass people publicly. Right. On television. I don't right. know.
1: Right, what do I know? Because you're feeling quote unquote the pressure of being the bachelor. Come on.
0: Bruh. Bruh. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. Were you did you think you were signing up for a different show, sir? Also. You didn't feel the pressure when you were making out with every girl that ever existed. Or telling
1: three different girls that you love. Thank you. Greg's shaking his head.
0: Come on, Greg, you know not to do this, right? Anyways. Yeah, Greg gets it. He's like, Yeah, just listen.
1: It's old news. It's fine. It's Becca's old, gonna news, be it's awesome. Fine, but we haven't seen each other
0: since, and it's not fine. Agreed.
1: But um, I did see little Becca on the show, the one that's like tiny 22. Becca. Yeah, uh, the one that's not the Bachelorette. She posted kind of a hilarious Instagram, probably like a week and a half ago, of um DMs that Ari had messaged her, like post show, like after he had dumped her and stuff, and she was like yeah don't slide into my dms like not a good look
0: and you already publicly slid out of my dms on national television right? so like i'm good just like
1: don't
0: so i, I just i thought this that was guy, pretty funny i mean bless I his heart
1: i know and she was like i know that this is childish that i'm posting this and i know i'm being catty but you know what i don't care but remember
0: how she's 22 and everyone gave her shit about it well you yeah. know, be 22 right be annoyed anyways
1: so listen listen
0: i'm 20, 26 7 i don't know And I'm petty AF. (laughs) Y'all, I'm so petty that at risk, I will lose every single soldier I have just so you can't take freaking, like, I don't know, one of the stands or like Mongolia. Like, no, I'm going to lose every single soldier to try and take you out. And then it's like, okay, well, but the strategy is you can't win then. I'm like, oh, I know. I just want to make sure that you have to wait a whole nother turn to take this place. That is commitment. I'm just petty. That's what it is. It's not commitment. It's being petty. You're committed to being petty. And I'm adult enough to say that. <laughs> so what are you talking about this week? Wait. Wait. Uh, wait we what? didn't plug social. Oh. <laughs> we also didn't slate. I'm Kristen. Oh, Did we say our names? Greg. Greg. Uh, right. Whatever. Right. Hi, <laughs> I'm Kristen. Hi. This is Alex. <laughs> We can, can we flip this why switch did I just, at the beginning?
1: Yeah. Why did I just say it like I'm on a conference call, though? Like,
0: hi, Alex is here. That's how I say Sorry. it, too. Like, hi, it's Kristen. Hi. Hey. Hey. Alex has joined the meeting. Alex has joined. Someone has hung up from the meeting. Um,
1: also, like us on Instagram and tweet at us. And maybe post on Facebook. You I don't know. You guys can't see this, I but Alice is, like,
0: staring at a cushion. Like, is our name written on the cushion? Like No. I don't, you're just like, sorry. this is what like, you're doing. Like, like us on Instagram and <laughs> follow us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just really sorry. Guys, we have had, like, maybe a half a glass of wine. We're not even that into it. We're back to bottled wine, though. Just we sure just are I heard that. Oh, my gosh. That wine, because we listen to our own podcast because we're garbage. Obviously. But that, that wine popping, oh, my gosh. I was like. We're trash. It we're was trash. Good. This is the sound of trash. That's okay. Um, oh, it's totally fine. But we're back to bottled wine. We're back to our 19 crimes. Yeah. Our jam. We got a new court. We got today. a new court. We'll we got Snapchat crime 17. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you don't follow us, so nope. you won't see it, but <laughs> we'll Instagram it. That's what I meant. At our Instagram, which is at pod, mm-hmm. so And our is Twitter is the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to email us and tell us what. You're going to email us. Hopefully, you're going to email us a lot because I'm about to butcher so many th- names. Wait, wait, wait. It's going to be painful to listen to. I do want to. i stoked. I want to shout out
1: our friend Gina because she actually did interact with us on Gina! social. Thanks, G. And uh, she confirmed that. That Big Sean song was correct, so
0: thank you, Gina. Bam, appreciate that. Thanks, Gina. And you know what we love? If when you interact with us on social media, you're telling us we're right, because that's the best. That's the best validation of any kind.
1: Is really nice. Really good. We like it. So okay, now what are you talking about this week?
0: Okay, so I'm about to educate (laughs) you. What else is (laughs) new? Actually, it. I'm about to mispronounce every French word that's ever existed. Yes, and Mehdi is actually Mehdi, you don't have to listen to this one because it's probably gonna hurt your heart. Don't worry, he doesn't. So Good, neither does <laughs> DA. If we don't record it at my house and DA literally listens to us, he doesn't listen. I know. Plus our hearts. They have to Okay, in our in our boyfriend slash husband's defense, DA listens to me all day, every day. You just have to put up with like 45 minutes. Yep. A half, half and half. Actually, probably more like 75. 25 no no. you're right 85 (laughs) 15 keep going keep going Uh, I'm just kidding no but I mean they listen to us all day every day so it's really it's not their fault that they don't want to listen to us I get it yeah if you're French speak French or know anyone that speaks French I Kristen last name redacted apologize profusely for this story I'm about to tell I'm gonna butcher names I'm going to butcher the author of the book that I got this from's name. So I'm super sorry. Um, I'd like to state my sources. My first source, (laughs) which you can't see I'm showing to Alex, is a book I have that I actually own that I bought at a garage sale called Atlas of Cursed Places. Wow. And it's all different cool, cursed, spooky, haunted places that you can visit. And like an Atlas book. Like, you know, like when you would get an Atlas. But it's like instead of being like, the wine country in France. It's like here's a haunted chapel. Here's where a bunch of people were sacrificed to the devil. Stuff like that. Super cool. Perfect. It's by Oliver Le Carrier. Carrier. It looks like career, but with an extra R, <laughs> or the R in the wrong spot. I don't know. Um, sorry, Oliver. Um, but it's probably more like Olivier Le Carrier. Carrier. I don't know. Mailed it. Um, thanks. Are and you then, speaking French over there? Wow.
1: We, we must <laughs> still <be. laughs> You just teleported <laughs> us
0: to the beautiful city of Paris. Guys, don't worry. We don't have any French listeners. It's fine. We're we're safe. That's cool. Is why. And then we're going to, and the whole nation of France is going to ban our podcast. Aww. Bummer. Mm. Um and then I also got this really cool article that was by like a cycling group, I think. I don't know. It was a bunch of cycling pictures. Okay. But it's called Village of the Damned by Marie Montrare. I don't know. I tried. You know what? E for effort, right, guys? E for effort. E for effort. I tried. I tried so hard to okay. First and foremost, majority of this story takes place in like the 14th century. Um, so there's like nothing online about it like at all like here's how underground it is y'all there was no wikipedia for this place even as just a place hmm. not even like a haunted place like literally this place doesn't its own wikipedia hmm. so two things could happen one it's fake but it's not because it's in a book and books are real mm-hmm. um or two it's just super old and no one cares but i thought it was really interesting so i'm gonna tell you the story love it i'm gonna tell you the story of roca Sparaviera. Sparaviera. S-P-A-R-V-I-E-R-A. Sounds great. Sparveria. Okay. Sparveria. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Roca Sparveria means rock of the sparrowhawk, which I thought was incredibly interesting for a couple of reasons. What's a sparrowhawk? Are those two separate birds? Because when I looked it up... Now, also, mind you, all the articles I read on this were translated from French. Okay. So we'll see how much sense it makes. <laughs> um... I don't know if sparrowhawk is supposed to be one word. In the article I read, it was two words, like sparrow and hawk. So maybe there was like a couple of friends, like a (laughs) sparrowhawk friend group, and they started this rock. I'm not sure. Maybe in France there's a special bird called the sparrowhawk. If you're French, let me know. As far as I'm concerned, there's a bird called a sparrow and a bird called a hawk. And they're friends, much like and the H- Fox and the Hound, and they live on this rock together, and that's where we're going from there. Wait, didn't Georgia do an episode recently on My Favorite Murder um,
1: that Brothers. she – no, she translated from French as well. Yes. I think, like, French-Canadian or something. Yes. No, maybe actually, like, France-France. Uh and it yeah, it was rough. She was like, I'm sorry, none of this makes sense. <laughs> uh,
0: well, we'll see. Okay, the Looking book forward to it. The book was written in English, so that's good. But that, the article that I helps. read I'm pretty sure was translated from French, or is a French native speaker writing it in English? Either way, let's see how this goes. Love it. Okay. So basically, Roca Sparviera, Sparviera? Sparviera. Um, I'm gonna stop saying it. I'm gonna call it Sparrow Hawk Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, is a French village that go that's history goes all the way back to the 12th century. Um, so I believe the first recorded record was like a church record. I think the church probably built first. Um, again, I'm kind of bullshitting here because it's really there's not a lot of info, but from what I gathered using context clues for the article I translated, mm-hmm. um, that was translated for me, was the church record existed and then said like it was already there for a hundred years. So that's how they're getting this 12th century thing. Okay. Um, and I will say, I've seen pictures. We'll post them on our Instagram, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of eerie. So I pitched this mostly because, like any true child, I was obsessed with two things. I thought that everything was quicksand. I really thought quicksand was a legitimate fear I needed to have. I feel like we've talked about this before. I feel like quicksand. Every kid thought that quicksand was right around the corner. Yeah. And we're going to die. I definitely agree. And I don't know what it was when I got obsessed with this, but I was always into ghost towns. Yeah. Ghost towns are so cool and creepy. Cause like, it's like, it's a town, but there's no one there. And for me, I think it was the whole Roanoke thing, the lost colony. I'm just like, what happened? What happened to make an entire town leave so quickly that you like leave shit out? Like you've got whole things right. out, but like no one's there. That's such a cool thought to me. So this kind of combines two cool things, which is like French words I can't understand <laughs> and say, and ghost towns. Love it. So and super old history that has nothing written on it. So great, good. Um, so it's kind of eerie because it's this village. It's like meant. P- close your eyes, everyone. Gregory, everyone. Stephen, close your eyes. We have a guest today. His name's Stephen. Um, you're. You're looking up the side of a French mountain. It's this like 3,000 feet up, okay? So this is a freaking tall mountain. It's a big mountain. And there's just this ruined ghost town, empty, creepy rock village. at the top. Like it's, it's completely like gone. Except there's like ruins, like stone ruins at the very top of a mountain. And first and foremost, you're like, how did people get up there to build that? Like what? It's it's like built on the side of a mountain a mountainside in France. Um, so since I'm so good at geography, remember how good I am at geography? Remember when I learned that West Virginia was a state on a podcast in front of other people? Yeah. Thank God no one listens to this podcast because (laughs) I would be so embarrassed and I think my high school might revoke my my like degree. Um But I wanted to be educated in my geography because, like, I know French geography. Like, I didn't know West Virginia was a state, like I know anything about France. Nope. So, um, I actually looked up, like, where this was. And in my atlas of cursed things, if you see, they give you a nice little map. See of where it is. Wow. The problem is they don't give you all of France. They just give you, like, the little part where it is. So, I had to look at it again. But basically, the closest city, like, actually anyone I think would know um, it's almost directly north of nice. Nice. nice? nice? Nice. Nice. I knew it wasn't just nice. That's too easy. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Nice, I think, is close to Cannes, right?
0: It's close to... I think festival? it's close to... No, it looked like it was close to, um... Where was that lady the princess of? Not Morocco. I could have sworn it start It's... I think it's, like, right here. Monte Carlo? No. Hold these... Please. Please. Monaco. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like on the Italian border, I think. Again, geography, me, not cool, but I think it's like- What's worse is that I've been there and I can't tell you where it is. You've been to Monaco? Uh, yeah, Annie's. Oh, that's really cool. You should that's really that's really embarrassing for you. So yeah. You should probably so, know geography a little better. I'm upset. I know we took a train there. Well, if you took a train from Mon I'm assuming it looks like it's close to Monaco. I don't know if that's the Monaco. There is a Monaco close to Nice, but I don't know. Basically, no, it's, it's the Monaco. You're right. If you're, you're right. looking at if you're looking at Nice, um Roca Speraviera is like right above it, like north. Okay. But also on a mountain. So like it's like north in the north,
1: you know? Um Can I tell you really quick my sister got incredibly motion sick in those mountains <gasps> uh and we were staying in uh south of nice we we're in the French Riviera, i think it's south i would assume um and i was wearing a sarong because i was i don't know 14 oh, and goodness. thought that was really cool because i was in like this kind of beachy not beachy but resort mm-hmm. area yeah, sure opinion. yeah i thought it was super cool anyways my sister threw up all over me because no. she got carsick as we were driving through those mountains because they're very windy. They are. And um, people don't really exercise, like, caution around turns or anything like right. that, the curves. So, um, yeah. Well, because if you're used to driving those
0: mountains, you're not,
1: like, you know. Needless to say, I could not wear my sarong anymore. It was not. <laughs> it didn't. Nope. Wasn't great. Poor sister. Anyways.
0: Go well, Sorry. I mean, at least you were on the, like, beautiful mount, French mountain side, but... Yeah. um, You're actually probably closer to this than you thought that you would think that you would be. So I was um, close to this ghost town. You were close to ghost town, yeah. Uh, Just wait until we get to the logic behind it. It's, oh, pretty, yeah. it's pretty messed up, okay. even as far as ghost towns go. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's about... So, it's about an hour straight uphill, or really mountain, from the closest town. So, to give you an idea, the closest town is, like, I think it was, like, 40 kilometers north of Nice. And then it's another hour hike, like straight up this mountain to this village. It was pretty isolated. Mm -hmm. Um, And now it's basically just like stone ruins where there was once a city. Um, And at one time this place had hundreds of residents, Um, but now it's just completely stone. It had a church, um, a castle, they had crops, It was, like, its own little functioning, like, hamlet. Because, like, a hamlet, it was actually probably smaller than a hamlet. Because I think that hamlets are, like, the smallest, and then there's, like, villages, and then there's a town, and then there's, like, a city. So this is even, like, smaller than a hamlet. Like, it's an hour hike from the nearest hamlet. You know what I mean? It's, like, this is a really tiny area. Um, And by 1723, it was completely abandoned. And is known as the Phantom Village or the Village of the Damned. Ooh. Super spooky. Yeah. So you might be thinking, oh my gosh, Kristen, this sounds like a beautiful mountain paradise. Why would anyone ever leave it? Like, I would totally never leave it. Well, let me tell you why. Well, you would. <laughs> yeah, just listen to this shit. <laughs> uh, legend has it. Legend has it. Love it. That in the 14th century, Queen Joanna... Uh, I got three different names for this woman. I'm so sorry. I don't know her real name. I've literally never heard of her. The book says Joanna. I don't know if that's like for us stupid Americans who can't pronounce, pronounce whatever her real French name is. I don't know. I was going to say, but, is Joanna a French name? Well, so one of them I read was Joanne. One of them was Joanna. I'm sure it's a crazy French name that no one can pronounce. So mm. the poor girl just had to... They just go, no, just call me Joanna. You know like when mm-hmm. you have a really confusing name, people just call me Joanna. Yeah. So we're gonna call her Queen Joanna. I'm so sorry. That's probably not her real name. The first of Naples. So she was the first Queen of Naples. Oh, so she wasn't even French. She was Italian, mm-hmm. right? Apple is it in Italy. Mm-hmm. Naples? I don't know. Yes, you're yes. thank you. I'm Italian, guys. I kind of I know things. <laughs> um so she, so Queen Joanna, this OG snapped girl was on the run with her children after being accused of murdering her husband, Andre of Hungary. I know. So, so she took her kids and GTFO. Mm-hmm. Um, so she hid out in the castle at the top of the Roka um, Where there was naturally a castle. So, okay, that's confusing to me because, again, this is all super old. So, like, I think at some point, some – it says in the book, but it doesn't say when – the timeline for this is really confusing because this is a legend, aka most likely not true. Um, so the timeline, that but in that based in truth, mm-hmm. um, so the timeline doesn't perfectly match up. But there was a lord, like a count or something, who bought um, part of this land and built a like a um, a manor house. I'm assuming this was the castle. Um, and you know how old it was. He bought it for like gold doubloons or something. Um so there was there was a castle. I don't know how it got built. I don't know why, but there was a castle. Um and so she fled there because I feel like
1: it's not that surprising though that there are castles around every turn in Europe. That's kind oh, of I just mean, like what I think
0: of. 100%. Well because I mean, well I mean in traditional like old tiny places there was a lord and the castle and that's how villages got formed because people would come in to work the land pay your rent it's like you know it's like that's right. how people had a job i mean it's not like there was accountants in the old time you know in the 13th actually there might have been um because oh, there they was must tax collectors in Jesus' time so you know boring job but i'm just saying like it's not like there was yeah. um sephoras to work at in the 13th century so what do you think the 13th century sephora equivalent would have been like just literally berries. one dude mashing berries yeah, yeah. and like milk yeah. And just painting it right on your cheek, just right <laughs> on that tip bone, you know, like where clowns put it? Yeah. Just right there. And they're like, oh my gosh, you painted whore. <laughs> you, you dirty <laughs> bird. Run you out of town. You know, because you got like two little red dots right there. I'm sorry. Mom, don't listen to this episode. Oh my God. Um, I'm tired. And that's what the Sephora birthday gift was too. You it's got, literally, like, it's not called Sephora, it's called you painted whore. <laughs>
1: Going to the UP dub. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Can we start so a makeup place called <laughs> UP dub? YP dub?
1: Yes. Yes, we can.
0: Good. And you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Trademark, copywritten, right now. That's ours. Oh, good. Anyway, back to this poor woman fleeing for her life because sorry. she murdered some guy. Allegedly. So allegedly. You know, I'm just asking for it now that you called her the OG snapped. (laughs) She is the OG snapped. She snapped. Who God knows what she did to this man. Probably like muddled up some nightshade in his (laughs) evening tea. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. What's for that face for, Greg? I don't that's, know how she killed this that's man. That's a really
1: good analogy. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: God. I just, i do my best. You know what? I love it. I, like, literally am, am really loving I paint loving. myself Thank every you. night as a clown for you you guys, and you don't even appreciate my jokes. <laughs> anyway. God. I said this was going to be short. I was texting Alex and Greg. I was like, guys, I only have three pages of notes. This is going to be rough. This is going to be short. And uh, we're finding a way to elongate it. Don't you worry. <laughs> You'll get your 55 minutes that you paid nothing for. That's what she's done. And, oh, Alexandra, you're in timeout. Go sit over there and think about what you've done.
1: Greg liked it.
0: Yeah, Greg liked it, but Greg doesn't even listen to this podcast. <laughs> no one cares if Greg likes it. Um, anyway. God, it's so unprofessional. Um, so, back to this woman, fleeing for her life. With her kids. With her children. her Her true children. Um, so since this is, like, a pretty secluded mountainside thing and it has a very, it said, like, it has a good tactical advantage over the valley because you gonna see anyone coming up because, like, there's only one way up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty good place to hide. So, like, good on her. She knew what was it. She knew her ish. Um, but the locals were, like, 100% not feeling it. They were like, oh, no, this bitch coming up in here taking all our crops like we got our mouth we got our own mouths to feed son we mm-hmm. don't have time for you you're gonna bring in all these soldiers looking for you like no you're not welcome to the the rock at Sparrow Hawk hill <laughs> you're not welcome here get out so they helped the Hungarian did I say that right yep the Hungarian soldiers find her which is like kind of dickish. like yeah. not cool man Super like, um the hung, hungerish spies that's what's in the book but like that sounded crazy to me I don't know Anyway, so on Christmas Eve, 1357, um, Queen Joanna goes to church, like any good Catholic girl, like good for her, and she comes home to find her children murdered and served to her in the Christmas Eve feast. So i got a couple differing opinions on this. Nope. Some just say they were murdered and like presented on the table. Some claim that she was actually fed them. Like Sweeney Todd. Like Sweeney Todd style, like Scott Tenderman's parents, South Park style, nope. like actually fed them. Um, some say she never even had children. So like let's just throw out wild accusations, you know. I don't know. I don't know. This was So basically this was a trillion there was years ago. some variation of
1: she had no children to they were killed and fed, and fed to, to her. Fed to her literally she ate them and was just
0: like what? We're covering all the bases, <laughs> like, guys. This is, guys. I am giving you the most hard-hitting journalism of your fucking lives. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I did a lot of research on this in the two things I read about it. Okay. Love it. Um. So, she for the for me as a storyteller, as the person running in charge of this story, I'm saying that they were served to her as a Christmas beast. Because I personally like the cannibalism aspect with the extra added to your children's nice and good and messed up and I like it so mm-hmm. that's what we're choosing. That's the story our podcast E for Effort, downloadable on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, is going with. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> no, not good night. I have more. So then she left. Like I, I literally have my notes. Then she left. Duh. Like yes, yeah, she GTFO. She got out. What, but like also, why would you leave your children when you go to mass? Like. With this village that hates you, I mean, maybe she had servants that she trusted, but like, I maybe don't know. they were
1: going through a difficult time with religion. They just didn't know where
0: they stood. Maybe these children didn't. You're they were right. teenagers. Obviously. No, 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 they were children. No, I'm just. Oh, you're right. You know what? They might not have even existed. <laughs> so what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> they had anyway. faith,
1: but they didn't know if but they, they wanted to
0: fully commit. Yeah, I and got like, it. have you ever been a child sitting through Christmas Eve mass? All you can think about is your presence. You're so stoked. This mass is so boring. You have to wear that nice dress or suit that your mom bought you that you hate and it's itchy because the tag is still a little bit cut into the side and it's just poking you enough to where you feel it, but you can't find it. I think I have a lot of repressed Christmas Eve memories (laughs) that I'm just now coming through. But I'm just saying Christmas Eve mass is always, as a kid, is like the, the longest. See, for Lutherans, it's different. It's
1: definitely not the longest for us, and actually most of it is just beautiful music. Then there's like a quick kind of sermon, and you know, it's a celebration. It's all, especially like a candlelit service. Oh my gosh, they do it late in the evening on Christmas Eve. It's actually beautiful. Let's not be confused. I don't really go to it. I just have been in the past, and it's been beautiful.
0: Well, until you've gone to a full Christmas Eve Mass at a Catholic church, you understand why she didn't want to bring her two small children I, there. I know. Theoretically. I've been now to would Easter rather, Mass. I give it. In. Now, would you rather go to Mass and not get served and chopped up as a Christmas Eve feast? I don't know. Shadow, what do you think? I know. It's a pretty hard choice. But um, it didn't matter because her kids got, got dead. So after her children were murdered and fed to her, because um, that's what we're going with, yeah. um, she then left because, duh, I would too. And she put a curse on the town, which sounds way cooler in French, I'm sure, but I didn't even want to. El- they have it, the option in French. Like, I could have read it in French, but I didn't want to because, honestly, I would have butchered it so badly. Maybe we- Oh, I should have asked Mehdi to read it for me. So Can i going to ask him. Well, yeah. the curse says, no rooster or hen will ever crow again on this blood-soaked rock. That's pretty good, right? Whoa. The rooster or hen, like, could have picked cooler animals, you know? But, um, I like the blood-soaked rock part. It's nice imagery. She was really, she was painting a picture while also cursing this place forever. Okay, so you may be thinking to yourself, wow, oh, Kristen, that was a great story, very well told. Um, <laughs> did it work? The short answer is, oh, fuck yeah, it did. <laughs> um, this town, within, like, a couple hundred years, was completely destroyed and abandoned. Um, It took a while, so it took a second, so the curse had to, like, marinate, you know? Um, but, basically, at the dawn of the 15th century, everything started to go to shit. Like, full-on go to shit. First, which is really creepy, I don't know, if you're, if you grew up Christian like I did, um, a plague of locusts is literally such a horrifying thing to think about. And the first thing that happened was, um... There was a plague of locusts that destroyed the crops. So, like, if you're a mountain town, you can't just order almond flour on Amazon. You know what I mean? Like, so if, like, your <laughs> crops are destroyed, you're you're done. Like, that's it. It's not good for you. So, it destroyed their crops, which then started a, fam- a massive famine that lasted several years. Um, like, food's important. So, and, like, vegetables are important. So I can't imagine that that was fun at all. Then, they were overrun with outbreaks of the plague, which sounds also horrible. Also, how did it get there? They're like a secluded mountain town. Like, how did the plague get there? Cursed.
1: It's very unfortunate. It was
0: flown in by her demon soldiers. I don't know. I'm sure she's dead. Listen, at
1: this point in history, they should have known. I'll have no fury like a woman
0: scorned. Like a queen from Naples who was just like, "Oh, you're going to feed me my children. I'm going to destroy every one of your ancestors until you're all dead and this thing is just a pile of dirty blood rocks. Sparrowhawk rocks." Yeah. Nice. You like that? Good. <laughs> I know Shadow, it's pretty pretty messed up. I'm scared. Um, it's pretty scary. Um and then there was like some like civil political unrest that went on in the town. Um, the, uh, Lord who I talked about earlier, who bought the place went through at some point, whatever Lord followed him went into financial ruins. So the manor went away. So if you know anything about like medieval towns, like when the Lord goes under, you're kind of, you know, you kind of are living and dying by the Lord's goodwill. He, you know, he provide like, yeah, you farm the land, but they provide the shelter and they provide the, um, you know, the upkeep on the land and everything like they, that they're in charge of that. You're more just like, um tenant farmers you know things like that so when the lord's gone it doesn't say anything good for the land that's for sure um and then the big major thing that happened which i feel like destroys a lot of places was there was a massive earthquake um oh,
1: in 1564
0: on yeah which destroyed a good part of the town lots of homes were destroyed and at some point in this timeline of horrible things happening to this poor place um the, the spring ran dry like, okay, so just, like, everyone, close your eyes again. You're 3,000 feet up on a mountain. You're just at stone. This place was built in God knows when, 13th century. Um, you've got a church. You've got a manor. You've got a little bit of crops, but not a lot. The Crops are dead BT-dubs. And now you don't have a spring? Like, you're, you're done. Not. Like, as a town, you're done. You, you know, that's, like, you, you have to have at least two of those things, and you don't have any. So the spring at some time ran dry. And then from 1612 to 1618, there were like aftershock tremors that kind of kept happening that basically destroyed the rest of the village. Um, So the last guy, this was like, this is like the captain going down with the ship. The last guy off the boat was the village priest who finally abandoned the town in 1723. So the town was completely abandoned by 1723. Mind you, that was what? 300 years ago. I mean, that was a lot. So this town has been sitting abandoned AF for hundreds of years. Um, and now it's just these abandoned ruins you can see on the mountain Um So it is pretty creepy when you look at the pictures um, just because it is so, it's like there's, there's, most ghost towns are cool because they, like, if you think about an old west ghost town, you think of like a saloon with no one in it or Um, you know, like shops and things, like a street, but this is just ruins of a town completely (laughs) abandoned. Sorry. Shadow. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's okay, Shadow. I'm almost done. I'm so close to being done. You want to tell your story? Okay. We'll see. It's not so fun when all the pressure's on you, huh?
1: You're okay. It's okay.
0: I'm almost in shadow. I literally have one bullet point. Now. You're being a butt. You're okay. Let me see you so, talk. The, so the question is, was it a curse by a 14th century queen <gasps> or just literally the worst luck situation set up ever? Um, who knows? I certainly don't know, um, but it's a really cool story and just a really neat little abandoned ghost town. And so I thought I'd tell you all about it. The I village loved of the it. Damned, Hoo-hoo. Hoo-hoo. I like that it. bloody rock. Curse everyone that lives on that. But blood- that's what I'm gonna say now. Curse you and your bloody rock. Yeah. I'm Queen Joanna. Maybe Joanne. Maybe some other French slash Italian name that no one can pronounce. I
1: might have children. They might be dead because I ate them. I don't or I know. might have
0: never existed. No, <laughs> she really she existed. She existed. Don't worry. She still.
1: That's awesome. Thanks. I think I've been to that town. I'm gonna be really? totally honest. I think okay, so we went to when we were staying in San Maxime, we went we took the train in Nice and we drove to San Maxime. But mm-hmm. we stopped in like Cannes and um a bunch of places after that, um, and like while we were on vacation, but um we drove to Italy and like we drove to like a lot, through the mountains to like this little ruined town. And I literally asked my mom probably last month, because we were going through a bunch of old photo albums, like where, remember that town that we went to? It's literally a castle that's all just, like, there's stone, like, remainders of, like, stone walls. I have to show you what they look like because you probably actually were there. I think I was. And, like... How freaking insane is that? Because it was French-Italian. It was right over the Italian border. um, But maybe not even. We did dip into France for a little... Or to Italy for a little while. But we were staying in France. It's definitely
0: on the French side. Like, it's definitely French. And it's it was just, like, a little,
1: like, town... That they started to build up around, but there's just, like, literally, like, walls that look like they used to be part of a castle, but they're all so broken down and, like, in peril. It does. Yeah, that's it. Isn't I've that been there. Thing? That's so weird. Okay. So, mine could not be any more opposite than yours. Yay! Yeah. Uh, Parks and Recreation, yay! I love that show. Um, I just refinished watching it all the way through. So good because that's called addiction, um, and or depression. I don't know. Um, no, it's just, just called kidding. a good show, right? I just love to binge watch things on Netflix at night. Um, I do my dishes to it. I, you know, do have yeah, no laundry. I, do I dig it. Face masks, everything. You can do anything to Netflix. I support this. A th- I couldn't support this more. So, I would assume that most people that listen to this podcast have seen Parks and Recreation.
0: If you haven't, don't tell us because it'll make me sad.
1: It'll really make me sad. And also, get a Netflix account and watch Watch it immediately. Or Hulu. Or don't and watch The Office. That's also acceptable. But watch them both. Right. I just saw a meme. I'm going to repost it. And it says, my progression on Netflix, watch The Office, finish The Office, watch Parks and Rec, finish Parks and Rec. Start a new show. Watch two episodes. Restart The Office. office. Yeah. <laughs> Literally did that exact thing. Yep. I started a show on Netflix called, I think it's called The Five. Um, It is British. And I normally, who? Normally I love a good British detective procedural show. Is it
0: the one they told us about on My Favorite Murder? I don't
1: think The Five is. I watched um, Broadchurch and I was obsessed with Broadchurch. You liked it that was amazing i finished it in like three days this one i couldn't get into as much granted i didn't give it a fair enough shot but i literally watched two episodes and i moved
0: on speaking of sorry netflix stuff that disappointed us yeah georgia recommended end of the fucking world you didn't like it i hated it i didn't watch it i hated it so much with such a passion i i usually love karen and georgia recommendations they're almost always spot on I thought it was well, like, everything Georgia said about it was right, like, it's well done, it's very well acted, but, like, the story was so confusing for a long time, and then I, the ending is so just unsatisfactory, Mm. like, I hated the way, like, oh my god, Chelsea and I were watching it on the plane, and when it was over, we just looked at each other like, we just wasted Four hours of our life That's like so it was disappointing so i hated it i you everyone should it was good like if you're into that kind of thing it was good but i did not i didn't i didn't like it i was so disappointed that is such a bummer very disappointing. sorry
1: um what
0: else disappointed me lately i mean a lot of things no. we I'm should every gonna... now and then not do like a what we're obsessed with we should just do, like what disappointed us this week because we <sighs> could do that easy oh easy car trouble
1: Okay. Um, just kidding, kind Ooh, of the world life general. Um, uh, one other thing on Netflix, I haven't watched it, but um, an editor I was working with today, um, we were talking about it because they're gonna be filming Chicago Fire right outside of um, I shouldn't.
0: Nope, don't try it. yeah,
1: Um, but they're gonna be filming Chicago Fire somewhere that I In go Chicago. frequently, and um, so I was I was really excited to see like the postings about mm-hmm. it. Um, like, they have signs plastered everywhere, which is very exciting. Um, I love Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med, just because it's Chicago-based. Yeah. You know, like, whatever. And I well, also love
0: Dick Wolf, so. And it's so cool when things are filmed in Chicago. Like yeah. Like, when D and I lived downtown, we would ever, because we used to live, like, in the West Loop, and they would, there would always be, love like, film stuff getting, you know, yeah. like, that area, because it's, like, right off of, um, like, the Whackers. Yeah. 'Cause Because people use Whacker all the time. Yep. And, um, so it was, like, it was always cool, like, oh, what are they filming today? Like, Totally. It was really neat. So
1: okay, so I was talking about that and then um, my the editor I was working with today, um, he was like, Well, have you seen Easy? And I was like, No, the Netflix show. Like people have talked about it, but like yeah, never that much. And he was like, Yeah, they filmed that in Chicago. He was like, or at least parts of it. Really? Like, you should watch it, it's really cool. I had no idea. So I'm gonna try that one on Netflix yeah. too.
0: If it's good, tell me. I'll probably watch two episodes and move on. I mean, but on to more of the office. We'll see. Speaking of Netflix, also though, I did catch up on Queer Eye, and I sobbed like an ugly child the whole freaking plane ride home to Houston. Like really. I was- Crying. It was beautiful.
1: Really funny you said that. I actually almost did Queer Eye today. Um as my topic, I just rewatched it again. So I guess you can throw that in my cycle of life on Netflix of life that you've watched,
0: yeah. Uh I love it so much. So good. You need to watch the original. We need to find a way to watch the original because the original was groundbreaking. I mean it was That's the only reason I didn't
1: do Queer Eye this yeah. week was because I did not feel right about it. Doing it without having watched the you original. You know what we
0: should do? We should do it where you do the new one and I do the original. I was just gonna we say tag that. Team. Let's definitely um, do that. Maybe we can like do that for a special, like our twenty yeah. fifth anniversary podcast episode. I don't know, whether it's queer eye or drag race. You know, as long as someone's teaching you to be okay with. Also,
1: yourself. though, going back to Parks and Rec, that's kind of what the show taught me. Bam! It's okay that's to be a lesbian. Nope. Yeah, honestly, strong okay. women is cool. I agree. Um. Okay. Parks and Rec
0: parks and rock Good parks too.
1: and rock was a tv show on MVC. it was a uh, half an hour every i don't even know what night it was on but it ran from april 9th 2009 to february 24th 2015 and it was beautiful parks and rock starred uh amy poehler as leslie Knull. yes rashida jones as ann perkins uh, i don't love rashida jones but it's
0: fine oh i love rashida jones I think it's because the first thing I ever saw her in was I Love You, Man, and I did not like her in it.
1: Oh, okay. I Love You, Man, I wasn't a huge fan of either, but um, then I saw My Idiot
0: Brother or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Our Idiot Brother, yeah. Yeah, and that one I liked The second thing I saw her in was um, Karen on The Office, and I didn't like her there either. But you know what's so funny? Speaking about memes, um, have you seen that meme that's like... That moment when you realized the only reason why you hated Karen was just because she wasn't Pam and actually got totally screwed over by Jim and like totally yeah it's so yeah. true you just hated Karen because she wasn't Pam but in reality I just she's, she's a nice lady she's I, fine just rewatched the episode last night
1: um where Jim and Dwight and Michael all dress up oh, as yeah. janitors oh and go God. like. Try to pull a frat boy prank on uh, Yuka. Oh yeah, gosh. and she's like having the really awkward run in with Jim. She's oh. like, Oh, you and Pam are doing great. Thanks, yeah, for, coming cool. <laughs> Thanks great. for coming here. cool. Thanks for coming here and breaking my printer. I love it. Oh, and it's then so I found good. out Mindy Kaling wrote that episode, and I was like, You know what? Bless up. Perfect. Yes. Love Beautiful. it. Um, okay, so the show also featured Rob Lowe, Adam Scott, Aziz Ansari. Oh, love him. Uh, Jim O'Hare, Rada, Aubrey Plaza, Chris Pratt, and Nick Offerman. Um, and it followed their lives in the Parks and Rec Department in Pawnee, Indiana. So, also, big shout out to the Midwest. I don't think yeah. we get enough credit. It was I really... love the Midwest. Unless you're in the Midwest, and then y'all give yourself plenty of credit. Listen, we like corn. We like crops. Guys. We like farming. At, like... Hot-
0: at a hotel room in normal Illinois. <laughs> no. No. You have to be shamed about this. There are framed pictures of corn. Listen. Not even a cornfield. It's just, like, corn. We know what our strong
1: suits are, and we like to, you know what, we're okay with who we are, okay? That's fine. Thank you.
0: But I just want you to know there are framed pictures of corn in your hotel rooms. Fine. It is fine, but it's also not fine.
1: So because I feel as though so many people know about Parks and Rec, I don't feel like it needs any more backstory than that, really. I mean,
0: you kind of gave the
1: backstory. The backstory is it follows their lives in a park department. Right. So it follows the same formula or format rather as The Office, Mm -hmm. where they're kind of, it seems like they're filming some sort of documentary. For Parks and Rec, you never find out what that documentary is on The Office, But that's okay. You don't need to know. Yeah. Um, It's hilarious. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. It teaches the value of good friendships, I think. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. I think that's part of the reason I love the show so much is that um, it it applauds camaraderie amongst friends and teammates and coworkers. And I don't think there's enough of that on TV. I think most shows that I watch especially are, like, people trying
0: to bring each other down. Yeah. And
1: I liked that they were nice people trying to do nice things for each other.
0: Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, like, if you – I grew up a lot on... We didn't have cable, so I watched a lot of reruns of, like, 80s things. Yeah. It's, like, Facts of Life. Totally. Like, Saved by the Bell. And oh, it's... It's a yeah. lot, I feel like, And Golden Girls. It's a yeah. lot, like, eat almost, not all, but, like, a lot... Some of them were just funny, and some of them definitely have more of, like, a social message to them a little totally. bit. Um, and um,
1: they're great for conflict resolution. Yeah. They're great for memes. They're great for gifts. Love it. Everything. Quotes. Awesome. So, basically, I just want to take you through three of my favorite episodes please oh my gosh so I'm living for this i think it ran for seven seasons total mm-hmm. um my favorite episodes are in no well, particular order
0: but a particular order. but a
1: particular order so my favorite or my third favorite third runner-up second runner-up i don't know whatever is two parties so it's season five episode 10 and it's uh the bachelor parties for and bachelor yes! parties. Yes, oh my gosh,
0: that one made me so sad and sweet. Oh, it's beautiful.
1: So, later in, I mean, spoiler alert, the show's been out forever. No, so, you can't, I can't spoil anything that's older
0: than like three years old. Right. Sorry.
1: So, Leslie and Ben uh, are engaged, and Ann Perkins is in charge of planning Leslie's bachelorette party. Um, Rob Lowe, whose uh, character Traeger. is Chris Traeger, is in charge of planning Ben's wedding. Uh, so, they. So Leslie's is pretty stereotypical, and that one's not as as funny to me. I love this one because I think it's such a nice example of friendship. So they start with Ben and his idea of a good time is a lot like a normal like bro. He wants to just have beers, good food, and yep. play. Uh, he plays board games. So he Settlers plays of Catan. Settlers of Catan. Exactly. Um. So, eventually, Aziz Ansari's character, Tom Haverford, is just like, nope, I can't. I can't do this anymore. This is not a bachelor party. This is a joke. So, um, they end up moving the party to a bar called Essence, which specializes in molecular mixology. Oh, and it's hilarious. This is every
0: bar in Chicago. If you are curious, honestly, like
1: so one of the things is like you get a test tube of like the scent of a beer, yeah, and they shoot it in your mouth, and like everybody's just like, "Why are we paying money for this?" The and best they- is the light vodka. Yes, <laughs> they take Nine shots, big
0: shots. Of yeah, light
1: vodka. <laughs> so and good. Tom's like, "Oh my god, I'm so drunk," and everyone else is like, "This is a joke." So they keep rotating the party, and eventually decide that everyone gets their own bachelor party of the guy characters. So Jerry goes to an ice cream parlor where he met his wife, which is really cute, and he goes to Lucas Oil Stadium to play football with the Colts, which is really which cool. I've been to Lucas Oil Stadium. Me too. Really? Yeah. It's a very, it's very nice it's stadium. It's very nice stadium. Yeah, that's where they host the Big Ten Championship every year. Uh-huh. Uh, so Iowa made it in two years ago. We played Michigan State. Well, we did lost. You go to, did you go to Iowa? Uh yeah, the Hawkeye's forever. That's so weird. You've never mentioned that. Did you it's know that? Chris? Crazy. It's
0: yeah, crazy, crazy no what a, a good,
1: fan. good school they are, mm-hmm. and how good at football they are. Yeah. Regardless, um, then Ron goes to mm-hmm. St. Almost Steakhouse. Yes, which is hilarious. Um, and they all unanimously vote Chris as the. Best, best man, which he is because he throws a really baller bachelor party. Yeah. Um. The only part about this episode that I don't like is that they set him up with reporter Shauna um, Molly.
0: Yep. God, she's the worst. I can't with her. I I'm don't sorry. Know what it is. I'm sorry. I love Parks and Rec so much. I'm going to try so hard not to interrupt you every single time. No, 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 no. no, no. So You're much. totally
1: right. I didn't love that because ultimately Chris and Anne get together again, and that's what is meant to be. Yes, that's what should have happened the whole time. Yes. My second favorite episode. The harvest festival oh so good season three episode seven so there is rumor of an ancient indian curse um so, so good. i'm gonna shy away from a lot of that because i feel as though people had mixed feelings about whether or not that was like appropriate or not or you know uh insulting to native american cultures whatever so but the actual episode itself is pretty hilarious. Um, Leslie Nope is trying to plan a festival for the town of Pawnee, and they're trying to raise money for the Parks Department. So basically, if it goes well, the Parks Department is saved. And if it doesn't, she's a joke. She's got to, like, you know, stop trying to plan things in Pawnee. Um, so her whole team is helping her to make it great. This is right around the time that Ben Wyatt shows up um, with Chris Trigger, Rob Lowe, and Adam Scott. And uh, everyone says that. Ben is a curse. So she's like, No, you're overreacting. Everything's going so smoothly. They have uh, again the reporters come out and they go through the whole festival, everything's perfect, and then Ben shows up and all of a sudden it all starts going to crap. Um, she gets little Sebastian there, the majestic <laughs> miniature <laughs> horse, horse, uh, which will never not We're be. We're not funny. supposed to
0: get that, right? Like that's a fu- that's a I, weird thing that, yeah. about them, right? Like, okay. I was like, yeah. Is that like some kind of Midwestern thing? Okay. I don't know. No. It's like it's like an actual joke. Okay. Okay.
1: So, okay. and Ben doesn't get it. And I I respect that. So, um, so at one point the mini horse goes missing. It's Tom Haverford's fault. He blames it on Jerry. It's pretty hilarious. Chris also tells April, I'm sorry, Andy tells April that it's awesome sauce that she loves him instead oh, of saying, I
0: love you too. And like, if you've ever dated a boy ever, yeah. that's such a thing that you've done at yeah. some point. Not every boy, Gregory, don't look at me like that, but some guys, they don't get it. Like you say, like, you know, like you say something sweet to them and they're like, cool. And you're like, totally. Everyone's dated an Andy. Like everyone knows that
1: guy. Yep. And then Ann Perkins and Donna have a really solid bonding moment in the tent, in the medical tent. Yeah. And she ends up making out with some guy that looks like he belongs on Jersey Shore. Yep. It's perfect. Um, but everything ends up going wrong. They lose electricity, they lose the horse, all of it. Um, Ron ends up having to completely save the day. Ron Swanson and his mustache. He has to essentially be everyone's babysitter and corral everybody. It's perfect. And I think the bonding of this episode is also perfect. Ben yeah. shows up, realizes he's not a curse. I think it's the first time that he and Amy, Poehler, Leslie Nope, really, you know, like, kind of hint at liking yeah. each other. Yeah, 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 Huh. <sighs> Love it. Um, That's a good one. My favorite, 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 favorite episode of Parks and Rec is The Fight. Season 3, episode 13, Snake Juice.
0: (gasps) Snake Juice. I mean, that is quite possible. That will go down. That should be in history books. That's one of the best episodes of television. There is a
1: link that you can follow that is just a solid running gif of Ron Swanson dancing in the flapper hat. Drunk out of his mind on yes. snake juice. There is
0: also a gif that is the best gif of all time. That's just like this is the most, this is the purest, most perfect minute of television, and it's all of their little like things. All of, of them, them talking to camera, so strong, so good, and April just like like spinning in Spanish, and everyone just, oh my, oh my god, it's so good. I love it. So the premise of this
1: episode is that they need a new uh, health director, uh, something for the the Parks and Rec Department, or for government, rather, the Pawnee government. So Leslie naturally feels that Anne, being a nurse, is a good fit for this. She's mm-hmm. also her best friend, so she figures they can work together then. Yeah, perfect. Leslie pushes this pretty hard. Anne's not that interested. Um but doesn't, you know, outright say it, so it leads to a lot of passive-aggressive conflict. Yeah. Um, Tom Haverford is the partial owner of the Snake Hole Lounge and an uh, investor in snake juice. Mm-hmm. So he invites everyone from the government um, office to the Snake Hole to celebrate the launch of snake juice and sell as many bottles as he can. So uh, basically, Donna describes it as, you know, basically being rat poison, yeah. which it pretty much probably is. Um, he, he introduces the new liquor, and the night literally goes off the rails. So Andy and April spend the night role playing. That's when yes! she develops the character of Janet Snakehole, Nicole. the um, you know, <laughs> granddaughter of the Snakehole lounge people. Yeah, Le- her legacy. And then uh, Andy is Burke Macklin,
0: the FBI. FBI agent, which is...
1: So good. It'll just never be funny, or never not be funny to me.
0: You, okay, so I was re-watching it recently, and if you look at his FBI jacket, it's tape. No! Yeah, the That's FBI on it is tape. Because I was like, damn, like, he actually he got an FBI jacket. No, like, it's tape.
1: That makes it that much more perfect. Yeah.
0: Um, I also...
1: Love the classic line of uh, Leslie after she's about three snake juices in and she's trying to flirt with Ben. Ben can't flirt with her because he's scared that they're going to be in trouble because they're colleagues, so he doesn't want to pursue Leslie. Um, so she pro- or this prompts her to yell, John Relfio, dance up on me. And it <laughs> was easily one of my favorite things that has ever happened in an episode. Yeah. And he comes crawling and it's oh god, oh, it's so, so perfect. Good. John Relfio's character. Anytime he makes it into an episode, is it's a good episode. So
0: good. Oh well, my god. And just Ben just being at the camera being like Baba Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba boy.
1: <laughs> and so then good. at the end when Donna is their um their sober cab, she's like the DD of the night. Yeah. And she straps Jerry to the top of her car.
0: <laughs> I can't. It's just it's so, so good. good. And the fight that Anne and the fight that Anne and Leslie have is a fight that every single girl every has girl. drunkenly had with her friend. A I mean, it's like, and percent. she's like, and she just says, "Well, listen to me." And she just says, well, blah, blah. I mean, right. it's like literally, I, I was having an out of body experience watching that episode because, like, oh my god, you instantly flash back to a college
1: bathroom where you're too drunk trying to express to your best friend why you love her and why she's not receiving it, but also yeah. something that she does that annoys you and you mm-hmm. can't really explain it well and it's
0: not the right time for yep, it. But you're yeah. still you can't help it. You gotta do, oh my gosh. Totally. So
1: real. So the next day then uh Ann Perkins and Ben are talking. He shows up to her house and she's wearing snow pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Again, easily so one of the best things that's ever happened good. in a Parks and Rock episode. So can't good. even love it so much. Um and then uh the last The last part of that is just that they completely make up. So, like, Anne, I think, throws up in the middle of her interview or, like, is about to. So they decide to, you know, hold interviews at another time. She apologizes. Leslie apologizes. Everybody apologizes. It's super great. And they become best friends again. Well,
0: and so cute because she's like, "Um, this interviewer would like to know if the, the applicant would ever be able to forgive someone for making such a total drunk mess of themselves, blah 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 and she's like of course this interviewer will be able to or whatever and she's like this applicant would request a break to go throw up in that panel there and she's like yeah. yes this interviewer will accompany you it is so <laughs> cute and well done it is such a good episode it's so good so
1: i i'm obsessed with parks and rec obviously there's so many other good episodes if you haven't watched parks and rec go back and watch it if yeah. you have seen parks and rec watch it again if you have
0: seen parks and rec you are literally yelling at your car or phone or whatever you're listening to this because you're like yes i love that episode my god or you're like
1: oh my gosh but how did she forget this episode yes which i know i totally did
0: please tweet us your favorite parks and rec gift because we will retweet every single we love Parks and Rock. We love it all. A thousand so much.
1: percent. I also, um, okay, so I want to end
0: this on 18 facts you might not
1: know about Parks and Rock. This is my mental floss. My other source is just me watching it. Being <laughs> my other source watcher. is my eyes. Right. Uh, so, number one, the show was initially conceived as a spinoff of The Office. Not surprising to anyone, I don't think. Yeah. Um, They considered it a mockumentary. Uh, number two, the show was originally titled Public Service, which isn't as cute as Parks, Parks and Rec.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, number three, April Ludgate was written just for Aubrey Plaza. Really? Which actually is kind of hilarious and That's makes perfect. sense. Yeah, it makes um, total sense. Because
0: I feel like Aubrey Plaza probably is April Ludgate in a way. Right.
1: So it says casting director Allison Jones informed uh, her team who became or later became the park showrunner that she had just met the quote-unquote weirdest girl and that a meeting between Plaza and the showrunner had to happen. Later, um, they ended up creating the character of April Lagay for her, which is pretty hilarious. Um, number four, Ron Swanson was loosely based on a real-life government official. Number five, Ron Swanson's Bobby Knight poster was taken down for legal reasons. Pretty <laughs> hilarious. Um, Bobby-
0: Good, probably- Greg is very upset. Um. Yes. Yeah. He was a charity official. Yeah.
1: He was an aggressive. He was a passionate, passionate basketball coach for Indiana. Got it. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Number six, Chris Pratt was cast because of his work on the show The OC. Oh, I didn't, didn't know even know he was on the OC. Me either. Good for him. The OC is one of those shows that I know people get really obsessed with, especially like millennials. But you either were or you didn't watch it at all. You have no interest. Like you were either obsessed or you had no interest. I watched probably two seasons. Um epi- I'm sorry, not episode seven. Point number seven, Mouse Rat was meant to sound like Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Perfect. Uh. Nailed it. Uh The Pit, the song. Uh I can't even We are rare on the pit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you are the pit every time yeah. you do an impression like doing any sort of like weird rock song with that voice that's always what i think of okay. it's so good it's so so good uh number eight the pit was initially not going to become a part until the series finale um which is funny because it becomes realized before yeah. Anne leaves which is perfect um number nine the show received bad reviews in
0: its first season yeah, Actually, I could see that. not surprising. Yeah, the first season. I, when I rewatch it, I skip the first season.
1: I was not sold on it after the first yeah. season, so yeah. that's not surprising. I wasn't exactly sold on The Office after the first couple episodes nope. either. Yeah, it takes a little while to get going.
0: The mockumentary format, I feel like, takes a second to get used to.
1: Yeah, and their personalities take a yeah. second to like start to come to life, I think, yeah. in Mesh. Um, number 10, Leslie Nope was recalibrated to be less ditzy. Actually, I was thinking that the other day as I was talking about um, Parks and Rec with someone. If she had on, taken on the persona of Michael Scott, where she was just like oblivious, it would have been almost insulting, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think people like her so much because
0: she is a strong female character. Well, if you listen to Amy Poehler's book, Yes, Please, which I recommend every single person doing. I'm
1: sitting right there. I've
0: read it. It's amazing. Um, if you listen to her book, or read her book, she talks a lot about the evolution of Leslie Knope in Parks and Rec and how it kind of came to be, and I think that one of the reasons why it's so successful is because Amy Poehler herself, I think, really put a lot into Leslie Nope. There's a lot of actual Amy Poehler that in sense. that character, and I feel like Amy Poehler would not really have played it if it had been, like, something that would kind of make joke of that. You know,
1: it's like... I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, number 11, Mark Brandanowitz was always meant to leave the show, and then it says, in parentheses, no really honest.
0: Really? Because it seems like he kind of, like, up and left. Yeah,
1: I felt it was I very thought it was, like, su- a- I
0: thought it was, like, a contract thing. I
1: thought so, too, especially since they brought in Adam Scott and Rob Lowe. I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. ratings aren't great, so we're gonna swap Cut some characters. This, yeah. But, uh, that's interesting. Uh, Rob Lowe was also initially only supposed to appear for a few episodes.
0: I love Chris Traeger's character. Oh! I can't My God, imagine it. So without it. good. No, he's wonderful. Perfect. Yeah,
1: yes. I think so too. And Ben, uh, Ben Wyatt too. Um, NBC got away with spoiling April and Andy's wedding. Big surprise. So that, um, that I actually knew. They put it in a trailer, or not a trailer, but like in the preview, preview for the upcoming yeah. uh, episode. So everyone was like, "Wait, Andy and April are getting married." Um, and then they had to. They oh, they also named it. Uh, something about their registry so they had to change it later to andy and April's fancy party yeah um then there's an official book about pawnee it's called mm-hmm. pawnee the greatest town in america and mm-hmm. it's 256 pages and it was published in 2011 um number 15 there was an extra line not aired with leslie nope and joe biden i love her obsession with joe I biden know. It's oh so God. real it's so so cute Um, 16 is Leslie Nope won, lost, and maybe even tied her city council election, which got a girl. I love that. And then, uh, one episode is filled with Infinite just references, which I don't know what that means. The last one is Amy Poehler was responsible for the final season's time jump. So they do flash forward quite a bit in the last episode, or in the last season. Which I kind of like. I think they had to without April and, or I'm sorry, without Anne and Chris. Yeah, they had to. I didn't know what else they were going to do there. So that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. So that's uh, that's Um, Parks and
0: Rec. I love Parks and Rec. It's so, so, so good. I love it. It's so. I'll never get over it. I I could rewatch it a thousand times. It's so funny. I feel the same way. So good.
1: It's a classic show. Stands up. Stands up to the test test of time. time. Jinx. Yo,
0: me, a bottle of wine great done done and done deal uh what are you obsessed with this week okay so i'm gonna show how much of a bravo nerd i am this week because i follow all the bravo sir pump rules people on instagram because i'm what garbage (laughs) and um i love okay i love stassi on a variety of different levels But I love, love, love her new, I'm obsessed with her new relationship. Because if you're a Bravo person like me, you've watched Stassi go through the ups and downs of relationship struggles. She is every woman. She's all in me. And she, isn't that how the song goes? Thank you. Um, She is every woman and she goes, she has had so many like bad, crappy, weird, awful, relationships and I think that now and she's like you know she's a real girl she's like learn from them all you know I feel like she really knows what she wants now and she's with this guy who I follow her on Instagram so all I can do is creep on her stories and again you should never like actually judge a relationship based on social media that's not normal but he is like so sweet to her and like he really seems like he's happy to be with her and they have a lot in common and they just seem really really happy with each other and so I'm obsessed. I like to watch all their cute little things they do on Instagram and I just, I love her so much and I love them and they're so happy and cute and I'm just obsessed.
1: I love it. Mine is actually Bravo TV related as well. Um, and it's only because uh we all know I'm obsessed with Riverdale. I was binge watching and catching up on the Riverdale episodes that I've been missing and last week Andy Cohen himself yeah. Showed up in Riverdale, and he endorsed Hermione Lodge, Veronica Lodge's mother. You know, Veronica of the Betty and Veronica situation in Archie comics. He uh, endorses her for mayor. So there's that. So
0: literally, if I ever watch Riverdale, it will be for that one scene of Andy Cohen. I will watch. I will watch by participating in anything Andy Cohen does. So, so that's that-
1: all. Um, Greg, are we trending yet? No. Follow the mess and fun and festivities on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at E4EffortPod.
0: Okay, thanks. Bye! Bye!